Welcome to our Pini. This is Saratova Best, Parshas Vayera, the week of vision, visibility. What's there to see? The truth. Why do you want to see the truth? Well, living in this world now where lies are prevailing certainly gives you a, a feeling for the difference between truth and lies. So, this is the week when truth begins to be revealed to us. Keep your eyes on the news. And you may see things that are surprising. So, really, this is based on that famous story that everybody knows of the Rebbe Rasha being a little boy, and he's four or five years old, and he was born, of course, Tafresh, Chaf, Aleph, um, 1861 or 1860. And so when he was four or five years old, of course, the famous story that he went to a Zayda. I'm not going to go through. I'm going to open up the story and see what is it. What is it for us? He went to a Zeta. It was his birthday, and every year on his birthday, no doubt he would go. His Zeta was a Semachtedik, and he would ask for a bracha. And that year, he started to cry, as we all know. And he cried, and he said, "Why he's crying?" He said, "Why does Hashem appear to Avram Avinu and not to us?" That's the story. That's what he cried about. There's a lot in this story. There's an answer, too, that Tzemach Tzedek said. We'll look at the answer afterwards. The Tzemach Tzedek said, Sheyehudi Tzedek, when a Yid, a Tzedek, makes a decision at the age of 99 that he has to do a bris mila, then he's fit for Hashem to appear to him. Okay. So that's the kind of story that you could say, oh, nice, sweet, interesting, and repeat it over and over again. But in terms of grasping what it is for us, we need to look a little a little deeper because this story is everything for us. It is it is you. It is you because the Rebbe Rashab is a little child. He's asking this as a little child. There are things he does as an adult, obviously. What he does as a child and what he does as an adult are obviously going to be very different. And and clearly when he's doing something as a child, he's doing it as a general neshama. A Rebbe is a neshama kol, is a general neshama. So what he's doing as a child is for the child in you. What he's doing as an adult is for the adult in you. So what does the child in you want? He sees... He's saying, why did Hashem appear to Avram Avinu and not to us? And he starts to cry. And he's clearly opening up the channel for every Jewish child to want that very thing, to the point of tears, to want to see Hashem more than anything else. We might look around the world and say, oh, children don't want to see Hashem. They don't want to see God. They want candy. They want presents. They want this. They want that. But if you look more carefully, you'll see that they get to a point where nothing satisfies them. Because how much candy can you eat? How many presents can you get? How many? You see, in a way, we're in a generation where everything seems sort of worthless to kids. They're very, they have, they seem to have an entitlement issue. You know, they feel like, you know, they, des- they should be getting this, 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 and this. 
you know, give me $10, give me $20, I need this, I need that, I need this scooter, everybody has that, etc. And yet, and then they get bored with it. So what is that? So you can say that from the minute that the Rev. Roshav opened up the channel, for every for every child, when he opened up his channel and said, Hashem appeared to Avram Avinu, why not to us? And cried. He opened up the channels in every single Jewish child that really his deepest desire to the point of tears should be, would be, to want to experience truth and want to experience Hashem. Now, they're not necessarily going to be able to verbalize that. But as we'll see at the end of the Sikha, the dissatisfaction with everything else that we do see. That's the other side of it. So, maybe you could say, here we are. We're talking about the year 1865. We're about to enter a whole different, a whole different era. You know, from the horse and buggy to the modern age, which then becomes the the times we're in, which is this information superhighway, plus, 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 artificial intelligence and weirder than weirder stuff. You know, robots replace people and, 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 and artificial intelligence is, you know, think of the words. It is, it is kind of what it sounds like and pretty weird pretty way out there, a long, long way from 1865 where real people did real work at real places of work and things were real rather than virtual and and etc. So at that point, as Mashiach starts to be ushered in, it's not going to work unless people want Mashiach. You look at the world today. And it's frighteningly insane. And you realize that Hashem obviously is bringing the world to a point where they should want this. Nothing but to see, experience the truth of Hashem. We'll get there. We're getting there through everything that's happening. It looks like we're getting away from it. But Hashem knows what he's doing. So we can say that the world craving seeing the truth, meaning by area of Hashem, Hashem appearing to us and showing us the truth, that's happening now. There's some people who, whatever, just are giving into being, doing what they're told and just are trying to not think about what's going on and just, you know, live a simple life and it's becoming impossible. And there are other people who are looking at the big picture and saying, (coughs) how did we fall into such a, how did America fall into such a situation where it's all based on lies instead of truth? When did that happen? Seeing Hashem means you see truth, Hashem's truth. And the opposite is, when Hashem is totally concealed, you can actually sell people lies and they will think it's truth, which is what's happening now. 
And as it's happening, more and more people are waking up and saying, wait a minute, I want to see real truth. So here is the Rebbe Rashab, as a little child, appealing to the child in every one of us that we should want to the point of tears and demand to the point of tears to see the truth and nothing else. He's bringing us to the point, the child in us, that nothing else other than truth will satisfy us. So when he says this, when he says this to his Veda and asks this question, why did Hashem appear to Avram Benvinu and not to us? We'll see in the Sikha in a minute what that means. There was an answer. He asked a question of his Zeta, and his Zeta answered him. His Zeta said, when a tzaddik, at the, a, a, a yid, a tzaddik, decides at the age of 99 that he wants, that he needs to do a bris milah, then he is fit that Hashem should appear to him. Again, the Rebbe Rashab is saying, as a child, child to the child in you, child to the simple part in you, I want you to want Hashem, to see Hashem. I want you to see truth. What do you need to do? Zayda, please tell them what they need to do. So as Zayda says, remember his Zayda is from two generations later. Two generations, sorry, two generations before. So more classical days when life was clearer, let's say it that way, clearer. You know, if you want to say there were three generations, the Alter Rebbe, the Middle Rebbe, and the Semach Tzedek, that's one package, so to speak, of working on being a Pnimi and being an inward servant of Hashem. And then the last three generations are of um, more of doing, you know, Hamaitu Iker, just doing the doing the the simple deed like a simple child. And becoming one with Hashem. Okay. So the answer of his data is, if you want to see truth, and, and as a, as a, as a, as a young to be Rebbe, you want every single Jew to want to see truth, to see Hashem, what's required is that no matter how far you got in life and how much you've accomplished, even if you're 99 years old, and even if you're on the level of a tzaddik, you, you realize that it's time to reinvent at this moment. Start from the beginning. Why would you have to reinvent brand new world every minute? It seems like the Tzemach Tzedek is answering but we need to jump into the brand new world that was created at this present moment and live more that way, not live the old stale way. I know what's, what, what's going on. And no, we don't know. Jump into seeing life as a series of brand new moments with a brand new world and realize that you have to start right from the beginning to clear Clear anything between you and Hashem, and you will be able to see truth, and you'll be able to see Hashem. So, um, let's see how it's brought out in the Sikha. So, the story, the, the way it's 
brought out in the Sikha. The story about the Rebbe Rashab crying and saying that. Um, what is his question? His question is not about the existence of Hashem. His question is not about the Matthias of Vayerel of Hashem. His question is not about why doesn't Hashem appear. His question is why don't they see? What he's saying, what the Rebbe Rashab is saying as a child, Hashem appears to Avram Avinu, and he sees it, and he sees Hashem. There's a revelation, and he sees it. How come that doesn't happen with us? How come for us there's a revelation, but we don't see it? Not only how come, but I don't like this. I want things to change. What do we have to do to see what Avram Avinu sees? Hashem appears to him and to us. Why does he see and we don't? What is he doing right that we're doing wrong? What do we need to shift in ourselves to be able to experience what he experiences, what Avram Avinu experienced? Because the fact is that the existence of the Shekhinah happens, it happens to every single Jew through Brit Mila. The Nefesh HaKadosha, HaKadosha, the Chela Kelim Kami Mal Mamish, goes into a Jew. And therefore, he becomes, becomes possible for him to recognize Elokos Hashem. And it actually goes into, when a child has a Brit Mila, his ability to recognize Hashem even expresses it in, how, in his eating and his drinking. A child, a young child is very, very aware of Hashem, very, very sensitive to Hashem, and very, very open to experiencing Hashem until we, you know, but he's there, he's hypersensitive and hyper aware of Hashem. So the Kiddush of Avram Avinu is that he was able to see, literally see. Sharab Apayal Begalui. He saw the appearance of the Shekhinah and its Tashra to him. He saw how the Shekhinah was appearing to him. He saw. Little children see. Clearly, the Rebbe Rashab wanted to take this experience that tiny babies have, but they can't verbalize, and they can't really place it. They don't have the intellectual capacity to understand to 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 uh categorize it. That's what the Rebbe Rashab wants for every Jew. Hashem will appear to you, that's for sure. I want you to see. And I want you to want to see. And I want you to understand what you're seeing. And I want you to then illuminate the world with what you're seeing. And then enable the whole world to see. All that. And it's simplest by beginning from a childlike perspective. So the tears of, Av, of the Rebbe Rashab, his crying, why did Hashem appear to Avram Avinu and not to us, means, to us, he did not appear, like he, as he did to Avram Avinu, in a way that we should see. That's what we said before. 
So now we understand the word um why, why was it expressed that way? Why did why did Hashem appear to Avram Avinu? And here is a powerful thought. The Rebbe Hashem knew there's a big difference between us and Avram Avinu. How is he demanding that we see what Avram saw? So here, here Chassidus is saying. He understood the great mile of Avram Avinu relative to us, and yet he demanded to the point of tears and cried and, and, and wanted. Because he said, it's Avram Avinu, he's our father. Avram Avinu is our father. He's the father of of every single yid. Avram Avinu is the father of every Jew. Don't you inherit everything from your father, whether you deserve it or not? Doesn't everything from your father come to you, even if you don't deserve it? Isn't that an automatic thing? So if Avram Avinu could see and could see and understand clearly and it took him so far, why not us? He's our father. Aren't we inheriting from him all of his qualities, all of his milas, etc.? including, because he's our father, including shouldn't we be inheriting the Mila that is in age of 99, he realizes he now starts from the beginning. After, accomp- after accomplishing everything, he never gets to a point where he says, I have made it. That's a huge thing. He never gets to a point where he said, ah, I'm there, I got there. Now I can sit back. He's constantly on the ascent. He's constantly, Avram Avinu is constantly on the move up. That quality, he he gives to us as an inheritance, our father Avram. I'd say Kaladaris till the end of all the generations. Meaning that notwithstanding our personal standing, our spiritual standing, like whether we deserve or not, Notwithstanding that, it, we could be deserving, we could not. Even so, Yairishakol, we inherit everything. Everything from Avram Avinu. Whatever he is, you have inherited it, and you are able to be that. Maybe he did the work, but he gives it to you. You get it, because you're his son. Um, that we should see that revelation of Hashem, of Vayere of, Hashem. So the Tzemach Tzedek answers, okay, what do we need to do to see that revelation? You have to be ready to actual Levita, which is what? Avram Avinu. He lived in a way that he said, I'm always ready to start at square one. I'm always ready to start at the beginning. I am aware that no matter how far I've gotten in my Avaida, there's room for bris mila. Again and again. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Not the feeling of, I can't believe it, I'm working, working all my life, I'm 99 years old, I still didn't get anywhere. 
No, not that. But rather, it's an unusual thing that Avram Avinu is giving to us, to us, to each of us. The excitement in and the appetite for constantly, excitedly, and having an appetite for constantly reinventing ourselves. Constantly saying, now I'm going to have a relationship with Hashem. Now I'm going to have a relationship. Now I'm As if we never did it before. Because yesterday's perfection is today's... Um, no, is it, it, today's imperfection. So, what do we understand from all of this? When we when we learn this, and when we're in shul on Shabbos, and we hear them reading in the Torah, we have to know the kavan of this is for you, for us. The word is not Vayera El Avram and Hashem appeared to Avram. It says Vayera El and Hashem appeared to him. We talked about that in another recording. It's a generic term. Because you're the son of Avram Avinu, because you've been gone into, had the bris of Avram Avinu, and because of his bris Mila, that's how he was able to see. So through your bris Mila, or if you're female, whatever you know, baby name or whatever the equivalent is, or you're born already with the Mila Um This 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 belongs to you. And when we realize, when we're hearing them read in the Torah, Vayere Lav Hashem, it makes us realize, oh my goodness, they're talking about me. And then when I realize, when we realize they're talking about me, then this knowledge will arouse in us a chukka, a desire to see the revelation. To see it. The revelation of the Yerel of Hashem. As we learn from the Rebbe Rashab, that his tears were showing that he was longing for that revelation. And that he wants us to long for that revelation. And then one more thing. So what would we do? Once you're desperately longing for something, you're usually going to do whatever is needed to be done to get it. So after we hear in Shul those words, and we realize it means me, and then it will arouse in me a desire to really see Hashem, and then I'll say, well, what do I have to do? Because I really need to get this. So surely we'll do everything necessary to be a keli for this, to be to be a, a fitting vessel for this through our avida, the union of mila. When we're talking about what does that mean, our physical body, brisi bisarchem the brisailem. In the physical body, we want to take every single part of our body, phys, every single part of our physicality, and Permeated with godliness, permeated with that um, that bris, that um, covenant, that agreement we made with Hashem. And when it comes to our part of the world, we actually inherited the land of Israel through the act of bris mila. So every paula that we do in our part of the world should be um, permeated 
with making Eretz Yisrael from every single detail of the world. And through this Avaida, we become a fitting Kali to this revelation of Vayere Elav Hashem, both for ourselves and for our part of the world, that it becomes a dear Betachtanim.